What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Niners Nation Instant Reaction Podcast. I am Rob Stats Guerrera here with you as the 49ers punish the Carolina Panthers 37 to 15. But you'd be surprised, there's a lot more to talk about in this one than you normally get coming out of a 37 to 15 game. Before we get rolling here, I want to remind you, please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. We always, always appreciate that. We always say, if you take the time to leave a review, we will take the time to read it on the show. Well, it was a good week. It was a bad week for the 49ers, so to speak. Um... Obviously, the final score is fantastic. The offense put up points in every single quarter, which you love to see. Unfortunately, and we're going to get to all the good stuff that happened today, but we have to start with something that continues to be a bugaboo for the 49ers, and that is injuries. They are really starting to pile up here. Nick Bosa, Emmanuel Mosley, Jimmy Ward, and Robbie Gold were injured in this game. And I'm going to be fascinated to see what Kyle Shanahan says after the game, even though we know his updates are, uh, let's just say, less than trustworthy after the game. But I want to hear what he says. I want to hear how severe it was. I know Nick Bosa looked extremely disappointed on the sidelines. He basically only played the first half. Um, Looked like he wanted to go back in, but also he's kind of the guy that understands how you have to manage these things. So there's that, but we'll see what he says after the game. Um, But it's a big deal. I mean, the 49ers were already without Javon Kinlaw, without Eric Armstead. Jimmy Ward came back for like a play and then injured his hand and was immediately ruled out. Now Nick Bosa's out. Emmanuel Mosley got injured in garbage time. That's six starters that the 49ers are going to be without on defense. Like, yeah, they're deep, but after a while, like nobody's eight guys deep. Nobody's eight starters deep. Uh, These things are starting to pile up. Now, hopefully some of these guys come back. I know Jason Verrett, the practice window opened for him. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm starting to get a little nervous. Definitely. D-Ware watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Just want to be the 15th most injured team one year. Yes. Yes. That is the tweet. Kyle Shanahan and his regime. I think the first year they were the 10th most injured team in the league, and that's the best he's ever had. It's always worse than that. They are always at the top, and I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is, but it seems unbelievable that, yeah, here we are again, and the 49ers are banged up. Now, like I said, they're really deep, so they've been able to manage that a little bit, but eventually every team has a breaking point, and we don't know. Maybe they'll be back. You know, maybe Bosa's injury is not that serious. We have no idea yet. We don't know. It was just very upsetting that he could not come back in the game and that Mosley went down as well and, and the injured other injured players. And and I think we've seen Mitch Wisnowski cannot handle field goal duties. <laughs> it was ugly. But they'll get another kicker in here. And it's not like Robbie Gould has been lights out this year by any stretch of the imagination. So... We'll stand by. I'll try and keep an eye on the post game also. Uh, but if anybody sees anything, please, please, please let me know. Because uh, like I said, I'm hosting here and it's not always easy to uh, keep an eye on both. So if you see it, drop it in the comments. And uh, we'd be happy, of course, to talk about it and discuss it and be grateful that you do. All right. Let's get to some of the positive stuff from today. Because the injuries suck. Yeah, I know. But Let's get to the positive because there was a lot of positive. I mean, don't forget the 49ers won 37 to 15. So, you know, there obviously something went right. Um, 
I want to start with, I shouldn't say start with because we're already in here, but I want to talk about the play of Jimmy Garoppolo in this game. You know, the stat line was okay, but I thought he played a little better than the stats today. And I know you all think that I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. That is not the case at all. I don't love him, but when he plays well, I say he plays well. Today, I thought he played well. Now, he did have a couple of plays, turnover-worthy plays. I agree. But that happens to every quarterback every game. 18 of 30, 253 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. If I could actually type the graphic correctly, I apologize on that one. Um, He did not turn the ball over. Now, the offense did because George Kittle had an early fumble. But that wasn't Garoppolo's fault, of course. Uh, but he had he had good plays on third down for the most part. You know, the 49ers were seven of 12 on third down in the game, which is they've had trouble with that at times this year. He made some really good throws in tight windows over the middle. He was as probably as good as he's looked all year, I would say. I think that's reasonable to say. He was as Jimmy Garoppolo was as good as he's looked all year. And if he can play like this, and assuming, again, that the injuries don't affect the defense, like that's probably all the 49ers need. That's probably all they need. And I'm seeing a bunch of you in the comments section. And I agree. Jeff, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page, I love how aggressive we were in the red zone and on fourth down. Yes, we finally saw that from Kyle Shanahan. He got aggressive on fourth down. I didn't think he had it in him, to be honest. But... I was stunned. Fourth and three at the Carolina 43-yard line. It it was 17-9, 49ers. So it's a one-score game. And I love that Kyle went for it. And it was an incomplete pass. But guess what? There was a penalty. Pass interference on the play. Gives the Niners a first down. Then he hits Jawan Jennings immediately after that. Now it was a short pass, but Jennings broke a tackle and ran for 32 yards. And... Jimmy actually ran it into the end zone later on that drive. There was offsetting penalties, so it didn't count, but I thought Jimmy made a good play there, a smart play. He's been pretty good with that scrambling-wise this year. And then on third and goal of the four, Jimmy stuck it right in the end zone. Tough play, threw it a little bit high, but I think that may have been kind of trying to put it in a spot where only Debo Samuel can get it, and Debo came down with it, and boom, touchdown. The 49ers go up 24-9 to at that point. You can exhale a little bit, and you felt pretty good. None of that happens. None of that happens if Kyle Shanahan doesn't get aggressive on fourth down. So I loved it, and I hope they ask him about it after the game. I loved seeing it. I've been talking about it forever, and they finally did it, and it worked out. And hopefully that encourages Kyle to do it more, frankly. Jesse, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. I'm with you, Rob. Honestly, I think Jimmy's off to the best start of his career. Am I going crazy? Well, he does usually start slow. so. Considering that, it's in contention. I'll say that. I haven't dug into the numbers enough. I don't want to throw it out there right now because I don't want to try and, you know, go nuts right in the instant reaction. I'll take a look at that this week and we can talk about that. Um, But it's close. And he's certainly playing better every week. I think that's fair. And he, he said that he would, you know, take some time to get his timing back. And he's been improving every week. So that's totally fair. Completely fair. Edgar watching on my Twitch page at Stats on Fire. Thank you, Edgar. Do you think Jeff Wilson Jr. is getting to be the real deal? No, I still think Jeff Wilson Jr. is who he is. Played well today, though. 
17 carries, 121 yard, 120 yards, excuse me, and along of 41. Had a beautiful man. When Kyle Shanahan's run game is blocked well, it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. But shout out to Jeff Wilson. Had a solid game today. One touchdown. Very, very good. I still think the team misses Elijah Mitchell, but look, they played well today. They absolutely played well today. I thought it was interesting. They seem to go out of their way, out of the gates to get Kittle involved, right? We all talked all week about George Kittle. Is he going to get involved? Where's George Kittle? What happens? They come out of the gate, first pass, boom, Kittle. They worked it to him today. Second in targets only to Debo Samuel. Six targets for Kittle, five catches, 47 yards. That's how it should be every single week, Kyle. Keep doing that, please. Please, please, please keep doing that. Uh, I'm seeing people, sorry, say that the Cardinals lost on the final play of the game. Looks like it. I'm seeing Philly 20, Arizona 17. Oh, baby. You know I like seeing that. The Cardinals can't lose enough for me. And Dow smoked the Rams. So guess what, 49er fans? Despite all the injuries and all the controversy and everything, you look at the standings and what do we see? NFC West, 49ers, three and two, everybody else, two and two or worse. That is a fantastic place to be if you are San Francisco. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Didn't necessarily know that we would get there when they lost to the Bears, but here we are. Three and two, Falcons coming up next week, a very winnable game. And then they get into some tougher games with the Chiefs, of course, and the Rams. But right now, it's good to be a 49er. Again, we don't know what happened to Nick Bosa. We don't know that stuff yet. And that changes the picture drastically, drastically if he's out for any extended period of time. But we don't know yet. So let's just, you know, worry about that when we get to it. It's okay to enjoy the win tonight. It's fine. You know, I like to stay positive on these things. And there was a lot to be positive about this. Now they're going to the Greenbrier. Everybody seems to uh, like that. Remember last time they had injuries and they were staying at the Greenbrier, the injury truck that they brought in to do like the scans and stuff actually broke down in 2020. Hopefully things don't go that bad this year. I'm trying to keep an eye on the uh, post-game stuff. Again, if anybody sees anything, please let me know. You know what else I liked about the offense uh, in this game is that they scored every quarter. They came out right away, went down the field, boom, touchdown, beautiful drive. Put up 10 points in the second. Now, granted, it was a pick six from the defense, so that helps a lot. But still, 10 points there, seven points in the third, and then 13 points in the fourth quarter. Would have been more if the, if Robbie Gold wasn't hurt. Panthers actually scored 15, but I got to tell you, if the 49ers special teams didn't let them down, there was no way the Panthers were scoring this many points. They had, the Carolina had repeated kickoff returns that put them basically at midfield. And that's how they ended up getting their points. They did not drive down the field on the 49ers at all. And it's sad that like those numbers kind of go against the defense when in reality, the defense was just as dominant as they've always been. I mean, you look at the box score in this one. And once again, it's fantastic. Six more sacks for the defense in this game. Eight passes defended. Charvarius Ward, I think, broke up like three passes in the end zone. He is so damn good. Traveris, uh, Mooney Ward, I should say, because that's what he wants to go by. Mooney Ward is unbelievable. With the ball in the air, He's he never flinches. He's very calm, and he always just knocks it away. He was like the complete opposite of what we saw from the 49ers cornerbacks last year. They seemed to panic with the ball in the air. Ward is like, nope, no problem. You're trying to throw these fades or whatever, and he is there, man. 
He is unbelievably good. That is such a good signing by the 49ers. Nine quarterback hits in this game. Like I said, six more sacks. Just unbelievable. Dre Greenlaw, 11 tackles in the game. Fred Warner had nine. They are unreal. Talanoa Hufanga, five more tackles. A pass defended. A quarterback hit. A sack. That dude is just like every week he's blowing it up. Every single week he's incredible. Unbelievable. Oh, Jason watching on the Facebook page makes a good point. I love how Mooney Ward always gets his head turned around. No chance of DPI. Exactly. 100%. He's great. When you signed him, you signed him to be your stud, lockdown, ace corner. And you know what? He is. He absolutely is. Uh, I'm seeing this from Andre watching on the YouTube page. Uh, Jason Verrett, going to have to see some time now. Hopefully it's not bad for Emmanuel Mosley. He was limping pretty badly on the sideline, I have to say. But again, we don't know yet. I want to just, you know, let's just caution everybody. We don't know. It's probably like you wouldn't expect to see him out there next week, but who knows? But yeah, the defense is just unbelievable. Unbelievably good. Constantly. And, you know, Bosa went down and they still got sacks. Oren Burks had half a sack. Deshaun Gibson, half a sack. Demetrius Flanagan Foles had a sack. Fred Warner had a sack. Amenahu. Drake Jackson. Hello. Drake Jackson got, I think, a half a sack last week. Gets another sack. Jeff watching on the YouTube page with a good point. Charles Davis said on the broadcast, yes, this is an, this is an elite defense with elite talent coming back from injury. It is. And if you had any question whether this was an elite defense going into this game, you're nuts. They are elite. They're incredibly, incredible, incredible. We keep saying it's the best defense potentially that Kyle has ever had. I think that's true. And they are carrying this team. Oh, so the cards missed a field goal. That's what it was. Okay. Angelo watching on the Facebook page. We got too too much injured in our team. We need to get well before we play the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you would like to. You would like to get back to some semblance of full strength. For sure. Again, I'm trying to keep my eye here on Twitter for the um, injuries. And I feel like the post game for the 49ers, like, always takes a while for them to go. We'll see what happens when they come to the podium. Uh, but right now, things are looking good for the 49ers. This was a handle your business game. That's what I had said going into it. I thought they just needed to handle their business, try and get out without people getting injured. Unfortunately, that's not always in their control. But they did. You never thought Carolina had a chance in this one. There was a, a little while where it was a one-score game, but once Emmanuel Mosley got that pick six, you were like, okay. Felt like you could breathe a little bit. And so now you just look at the, the standings in the NFC. The Niners are three and two. Oh, let's see if I can get the actual playoff standards up. Not that it's, you know, it's way too early to be looking at tiebreakers and whatnot, but right now the Niners would be the four seed, of course, because they lead the West. Dallas is at four and one. They'd be the five seed. The Giants beating the Packers. How about that? I think today was a good day for the 49ers, frankly. And and let me tell you, it would have been an even better day because the Buccaneers were blowing it to the Atlanta Falcons before they got this bogus roughing the passer penalty. It could have been an even better day for the 49ers in the NFC. Um, but still, very, very, very good for the Niners again. They got the win. Keep doing this. This is their path to victory. Running the ball well, using the run game to try and shorten up the third downs if you can. Jimmy Garoppolo making plays on third down, not throwing it to the other team. And I thought that Jimmy actually made a couple of good plays when he was under pressure in this game. Sometimes when he gets under pressure, he freaks out a little bit and he tries to make a play. I really felt like he didn't do that today. 
He took a couple sacks. It's all right. You know, but he didn't really make that crazy play where you see him have to extend the play. And then you're like, oh, no, what's he going to do? And he didn't really have too many crazy plays. He had a couple turnover worthy plays. But again, that happens to every quarterback, every game. He was way more good than bad today under pressure. And that's what you needed from him. Brian watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. Score 20 on offense and the defense can hold the rest. I've said for two weeks now, 20 is the magic number for the 49ers. Absolutely. You get to 20 with this defense. Again, as long as they've got enough people here to continue to play at the level that they have been playing at, 20 is going to be the magic number. And and the other key too, the special teams, you know, I guess I kind of overlooked that, but like the special teams just, they just have to be moderately good. Just don't let the other team start at midfield. That's it. Like that's not a huge ask. They spent a lot of money this off season trying to shore up the special teams, right? Oren Burks, all these guys, new special teams coordinator, Richard Hightower is not here to kick around anymore. They were not good today. We've seen multiple field goals blocked this year. I don't know what's going on there, but they got to shore it up. They have to because this defense is too good to let them down like that. Too good. It was a beautiful win. I felt like we haven't had a win like this in a long time, right? A 49ers win where you're just kind of like, okay, you feel in control of the game. They're up multiple scores. Like, I'm not nervous. I'm not white knuckling my way through this thing. It wasn't like that. Then it was nice to see. Cranberry Boost watching on my Twitch page. At Stats on Fire. Hello from Scotland. Clinical performance. Yes, it was Cranberry Boost. Fantastic handle, by the way. Shout out to everybody watching internationally. Always appreciate the love. Dean watching on the YouTube page. It's a good point. The special teams coverage issues are the reason why Robbie Gold got injured. Yeah, because he got absolutely blasted. Unbelievable blasted. A couple of times, actually. On the two big returns that the Panthers had when Gold was in there, he got crushed and easy, like, not a young dude. I think he's the oldest kicker in the league. Uh, let's see. How old is Robbie off the top of my head? I think he's in his 40s, right? And you can't be getting blasted by a dude running full speed. He's 39. Should never come down to Robbie Gold making the tackle, especially multiple times a game. And that hurt. So, Patrick watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. Nice to see IU get a couple chances. Just got to finish the catch. I'm glad he's not in the doghouse like years past. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that. And among the Niners Nation staff, that was kind of the feeling too, that it was a deep pass down the field. And, uh... He couldn't come up with it. I thought it was going to be a really tough play, but a lot of people seem to think Ayuk should have caught it. Are they worried that Emmanuel Mosley has a torn ACL? Is that what I'm seeing? Oh, man. According to Mayoko, what a gut punch. Is that true? Damn it. He was playing so, so well. If that's true, that's a devastating blow, especially before the meat of the schedule. That would be a devastating blow. Jimmy Ward has a broken hand. Yeah, I see the concern about the torn ACL. Initial tests are pointing towards that. Oh, man. That's going to be tough. Bosa has a tight groin. I don't know what that means. Robbie Gold has a left knee injury, most likely a contusion. Hmm. Again, take all these injury updates with a grain of salt because we always know what Kyle says after the game is vastly different from what he says on that conference call the next day. So take all these with a grain of salt, but they usually aren't like, oh, we thought he tore his ACL. Turns out he's good to go. That usually doesn't happen. So that that's a crusher. 
if that ACL injury would be too true, that's a crusher because then it's like, what do you do on the outside? You got to rush Jason Verrett back, which is exactly the situation you don't want to have, right? Then do you put Samuel Womack out on the outside? He's looked good at times, but he's also been passed up by Diamador Lenore. So we don't necessarily know. Uh, Edgar watching on the Twitch page. Thanks, Edgar. Again, uh, at stats on fire on Twitch. Let's hope Verrett takes it from where he left off and can play some games. Yeah, but you never want to be in a position where you're counting on Jason Verrett because he's just, he's not durable, unfortunately. So you never want to be in that position. And they tried to not be in that position with the drafting as many corners, Ambry Thomas, Diamondor Lenore, Samuel Womack. That's why they did that, because they don't want to have to depend on Jason Verrett, because unfortunately he can't stay on the field. I'll tell you one thing. I saw somebody suggest, yeah, Carlo Garibay watching on the YouTube page. Josh Norman coming back. Don't even joke about that. No way, man. Hell no. No, 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 no. No, thank you. We're not that bad. A.A. Ron watching on the Facebook page. Well done. We had a lot of injuries last year, though, and we still made the playoffs. That's totally true. Like we've said, Kyle Shanahan has had injuries throughout his entire tenure. He even told uh, the broadcast crew during the game, like, I can't even get mad about it anymore because it's so many that you just have to accept it and move on. That's kind of a sad thought. The Rams never have injuries. Can we go to and poach some people off their medical staff? Can we do that, please? Uh, Jeff, watching on the YouTube page, do you think the 49ers are going to have to trade for a corner? No, I don't think they're going to go out and do that. I don't think they will. Um, they don't have, you know, a ton of draft picks. Don't forget, they this team loves draft picks. Uh, so I don't think they're going to go out and trade for a corner. And corners are really hard to get, by the way. So it's going to cost you a pretty penny. And I don't even know who you would target. Trying to see what else Kyle Shanahan has said. I know a lot of people complaining about the turf. Bosa's going to have further testing on Monday. What did Shanahan say about Mosley in the final minutes of the game? It was tough at the end. It was a weird feeling watching E-Man. It definitely took a little away a little from the excitement. Samuel Womack and Ambry Thomas more ready to replace Mosley, but Jason Verrett is an option. Yeah, you can't you can't rush Jason Verrett. Cannot do it. If you can get Jason Verrett back on the field in December, you got to consider that a win. But this is why you draft Ambry Thomas and Diamador Lenore and Samuel Womack, right? Because you know you might need him. So that's what the Niners are going to have to do. They're going to have to rely on the depth of this defense once again. And I know the corner was one of the points that we said was not, you know, deep, but tough. This is where we are. I saw some people critical. I think uh, David Lombardi said that the Niners should have gone for it late in the game on fourth down. Because you don't want to, if they had gone for it, then the defense wouldn't have been on the field and Mosley wouldn't have gotten hurt. I mean, I think that's getting a little crazy. That's getting a little, like, again, you can't play so scared with injuries that you do these crazy things. It's just unfortunate, man. You know, we we like to, I don't want to say like, we tend to immediately find someone to blame whenever anybody gets hurt. I know it's tempting to do that, but you can't. Like, you just can't do that. Guys get hurt. It does happen. Now, it seems to happen more to the 49ers than other teams, but I'm not going to say Kyle Shanahan should have gone for it on fourth down because he should have known that Emmanuel Mosley was going to get hurt. I mean, come on. Let's not get nuts here. So that does take the the excitement out of the win a little bit, steam out of the sails, or hot air out of the sails, I should say, a little bit. The Jimmy Ward broken hand thing, I don't know what, what do we do with that. Can he come back and play with a club? I have no idea. 
Is that the kind of thing that, I mean, it's kind of hard to break up passes with a club hand, right? Thank God uh, Tashawn Gibson's been playing well, though, right? So that was a great signing, and they, the Niners deserve a little credit for that. He's been playing well. Obviously, he's not as good as Jimmy Ward, but they haven't missed a beat, certainly. Poor Jimmy Ward, man. That guy just has not been able to stay on the field consistently. Another one of these great 49ers players that just can't stay on the field. I, I, I love him. I love the swagger. I love all that stuff. I bring He brings some fire and some personality, but you can't do it when you're not on the field. So that's very unfortunate. All right, let's try and get back to some of your comments. I like this one. Bernie Lawrence watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. Can we give some love to Jawan Jennings? That catch and run was insane. And Jawan can make some plays, man. Again, I don't think he should be, you know, the primary target on third downs, but the dude can make guys miss and has made some big catches and yards after the catch. And he did it again today. Only two catches for 45 yards, but he had that long of 32 on third down. Eventually led to a touchdown. That was the drive. The 49ers went for it on fourth down. He is a solid player in a specific role for this team. No doubt about it. And he's also the biggest receiver they have, which, you know, can be good in the red zone as well. So, yeah, I want to give Juwan Jennings credit. Jeff watching on the YouTube page. Debo had a bad game. That drop was ugly. Yeah, he dropped a pass. It was wide open. Guys drop passes. Even great receivers drop passes. Terrell Owens dropped a lot of passes. You live with that when they can do the other things that they can do. Now, Debo didn't do it in this game. That's okay. He doesn't have to break a 75-yard touchdown every game or a 50-yard touchdown. Did he have his best game today? No. That's okay. I know J.C. Horn was guarding him for a lot of it. That may have been a factor. Debo had two catches for 20 yards, nine targets. So could not hook up. And one of Debo's catches was for 16 yards. So he really had the one big play and that was it. But if I had told you coming into this game that Debo was going to have two catches for 20 yards and the Niners were going to score 37 points and they were going to win 37-15, you wouldn't have complained, right? That's how it's supposed to be with this 49ers offense. It's supposed to be set up that not Debo doesn't have to have a great game every week because you've got Kittle and Ayuk and all these other players. So that's sort of how the offense is structured. Wedge Antilles, fantastic handle watching on YouTube. Jimmy G played well today, was accurate on deep throws and played smart. I did think that the 49ers came out with a more aggressive mindset. They look to throw down the field a little bit more. They look to throw outside the numbers a little bit more. I thought that they did have sort of a different look to them today. And I also like that once again, they didn't go crazy with the Debo runs out of the backfield. He had two carries for 12 yards. They have definitely made the switch, right? They sort of realize that it's not working as well as it did last year. And they've adjusted. And that's okay. That's what good teams should do. Nobody knew that Debo was going to be great out of the backfield, but you can still use him there. You could fake him. You could use him as a decoy. Like there's all sorts of things you can do. You don't have to just abandon him in starting a play out of the backfield. You could start him in the backfield, motion him out into the slot, all sorts of stuff. But the straight up hand it off to Debo and basically let him do the work. That's hasn't worked this year. And credit to the 49ers for making that adjustment. Uh, Ron Barber watching on the Facebook page. Get Danny Gray more involved. Yeah, they tried to throw a deep ball to Danny Gray. It didn't work out. Look, Danny Gray is what he is, okay? I know he had some big plays in preseason, but there's a reason he was drafted where he was drafted. Let's let's not be drawing up plays for Danny Gray. You're going to draw up plays for people. Let it be Debo. Let it be Ayo. Let it be Kittle. All that. 
Did I like the deep shot to Danny Gray from Baba Ganoush? Man, the handles are on fire today. Thanks, everybody. Did I like the shot? Yeah, take a deep shot to Granny Day. Once a game, I'm fine if you take a deep shot to Danny Gray. But we don't need to be drawing up plays for him. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. A lot of people want to give Tevin Coleman some love. Eight carries, 23 yards, had a touchdown. Also had three catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. Kyle loves his old running backs, man. He loves them. They went to him on a third and short that I didn't love. But look, if you want to throw Tevin Coleman a couple passes a game, I'm fine with that. He should not be the primary ball carrier. And he wasn't today. So that's fine. You want to mix in Tevin Coleman for a couple plays a game. Absolutely fine. I kind of wish they would give Jordan Mason a little bit of love, but okay. That's fine. Another comment on the Facebook page. Even if the deep ball to Danny Gray was incomplete, it opened up stuff underneath. Yeah, you got to take a couple deep shots underneath. Have to. And they are. So I think that's good. Brian Elliott watching on the Facebook page. Danny hit him, hit Danny Gray on slants. Quick hits for speed bursts. Yeah, they can do that. But again, Debo, Ayuk, those are the guys you want to get the ball to. Just because Danny Gray is fast doesn't, you know, that's only one part of being a complete wide receiver. Just one. Big baller 6666 on the YouTube page. Baker Mayfield needs to get ready for his transfer to the XFL. Yeah, it's been dicey. It's been dicey with him. And the 49ers did to him what they should do to bad quarterbacks. Chew him up and spit him out. That's exactly what they should do. And that's what they should do to Marcus Mariota next week, honestly. I know that the Falcons have been, you know, sort of plucky, but now we're not here for plucky, okay? That's what they should do against great defenses. And that's why we keep saying, just don't turn it over and you're going to be in every game. Oh, Jeremy with a good comment on the Facebook page. The Coleman jump ball was awesome. Yes, it was. Jimmy's under pressure. He drops back. It's third down. He's getting hit. He throws it deep down the field outside the numbers, right to the sideline, and Tevin Coleman jumps up, makes a hell of a catch, and he keeps his feet in bounds. It was a great, great play. I don't know where the hell it came from, but sign me up for more of that, please. 30-yarder from Tevin Coleman. It was a great play. I like that they got juiced the ball a couple of times in the receiving game. There's going to be room for him out there to make a play. So like I said, the Niners have been kind of doing some different things there on offense, and it was good to see. Jason PDSI on the YouTube page says joining late. How bad is the injury situation on a scale of zero to 2020? If you know what I mean, starting to mount up, Jason, it really is. Bosa has a tight groin. He's going to be evaluated. Stay tuned on that one. That is don't exhale with that just yet. Okay. Emmanuel Mosley is feared to have a torn ACL, not confirmed, but that's what the tests seem to be indicating. That is dicey. Robbie gold supposedly has a knee contusion. Again, don't exhale yet. Let's see where we are on that one with Robbie Gold. And Jimmy Ward has a broken hand. Ugh. For anybody that's wondering, you can go uh, on IR and come back twice a year. A player can do that. But as a team, you only have, I think it's eight total for the entire season where you can go on IR and then be pulled back. So, like I said, they're piling up. The Niners have some roster decisions to make. And you hope that Trent Williams can come back. Supposedly, he was on the field before the game throwing passes to people, which I guess is cool. But um, so you hope that he can come back. Uh, But the injuries are definitely, definitely mounting up. Jeremy Ward watching on the YouTube page. The Niners need a new trainer. They actually got a new training staff a couple years ago. They tried. That's the crazy part is like this is different staff. 
they they've seemingly done everything that they can do, but they have not had good luck. And some of that is because they're depending on guys that continue to get hurt. You know, Jimmy Ward always gets hurt. George Kittle always gets hurt. Trent Williams, I love him, but he hasn't played a full season in a long, long time. So that's how that's part of the reason, not all the reason, but part of the reason that the injuries seem to pile up year after year. Matt Mayoko just tweeted out Mosley's potential season ending injury takes a lot away from the victory. Both Mooney Ward and Talanoa Hufanga said, yeah, it's got to be hard for these guys, man. It's got to be hard. You see these guys go down. These are your brothers, man. You you spend most of your time with them during the season. And Mosley was playing great. We saw he had a pick six in this game. Brian Elliott says, stop drinking that Santa Clara water and injuries should stop. Come on, man. Uh, at Niners DNA on the YouTube page. Stats, your man Jeff Wilson Jr. goes for over 100 yards. You got some love for him yet? You must be joining late. I said Jeff Wilson Jr. played well. He did play well. Again, 17 carries, 120 yards, a touchdown, had a 41-yard rush. Here's the thing with Jeff Wilson Jr. I thought that this week was the first week where not only did he have the big long run, he had sustained runs beyond that. More, It wasn't just one long run and then three yards, two yards. Jeff Wilson Jr. had multiple carries, uh, five, six yards. That's a good game. For me, that's what I look at as a good game. It's not just one big long run that boosts your average up and then a bunch of three and four yard runs. That's what Jeff Wilson had had before today. Today, he did not. Today, he was very, very good. Again, I will, when a guy plays well, I will say it. Even if I dog on the guy all the time, as you know, I do with Jimmy Garoppolo. If he plays well, I have no problem admitting it. I just have no problem calling it out when they play badly. That's all. It's fine. Jeremy Ward watching on the YouTube page, establish the run and let Jimmy G cook. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that whole comment. The Jimmy G cooks, we get burned. Okay. That's what happens. Uh, let me take a quick scan and see what else is being said when it comes to the 49ers and post game. Tevin Coleman said when the defensive back went out to cover him, Jimmy Garoppolo was not supposed to throw the ball to him to Coleman. He saw that as a sign of trust from his quarterback. I think it's also a sign of Jimmy Garoppolo being like, oh, crap, we're under pressure. I'm going to throw it deep. I'll throw it to the outside. Trust Tevin Coleman to not let it get intercepted and take a shot. Maybe there's a flag. Maybe there's whatever. And it worked out for the 49ers. Sometimes you got to do that, right? We always talk about like going beyond the coaching and making a play. That's a perfect instance of it because stuff's not always going to go right. There is going to be pressure, stuff like that. But you know what? Sometimes you got to make a play. Credit to Jimmy Garoppolo for putting the ball up in the air. In a non-risky situation, really, I don't consider a one-on-one super risky and letting this guy make a play. And credit Tevin Coleman for making the catch, like I said, and getting his feet down on the ground. Uh, let's see. LJ on the Facebook page. If we let Jimmy Cook, we'll get Jello mold with grated carrots. Well, that sounds pretty brutal. Yeah, let's not bag on. Today is not the day to bag on Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, 18 of 30, 253 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That today is not the day to bag on Jimmy Garoppolo. And I haven't. And look, if he does that next, if he has this exact same line next week, the 49ers will win. No problem. I mean, no doubt about it. They'll beat the Falcons for sure. When Kittle turned that ball over, the first thought in my head was, oh my God, this is the only way we lose this game. And here we go. Noel Gallagher is God. 
watching on the YouTube page says, sit Bosa next week. We have the buy afterwards, right? Let him get healthy. No, we don't have the buy afterwards. That's where it gets a little dicey for the 49ers. Next week is Atlanta. Then it's Kansas City. Then it's at Los Angeles, which big deal. That's a home game for the Niners anyway. And then the buy is in week nine. So we're not at the buy yet. But I agree. If there's any, you know, ambiguity with Bosa, forget it. Do not play him next week. Do not. Jeremy on the YouTube page, do we sign a kicker? Well, we'll find out. We'll see how bad Robbie Gold's knee contusion is, if it is a knee contusion. But I hate playing that kicker, like dial a kicker, because any kicker that's available now sucks. Let's just be honest. And with the way Kyle likes to kick when he should go for it, that's not a, a good proposition. Now, maybe if if Gold is out and, and Garopp and uh, Kyle doesn't have the trust in this new kicker, maybe he does go for it a little more. Again, they went for it in a big spot today. It worked out. They ended up getting a touchdown. So maybe he will. That would be nice. Charlie watching on the YouTube page. Positive stats is the best stats. I always try and be positive after a win, especially after a win. Always, always, always. You should celebrate today. If we can't celebrate today after a win, that makes what we do really hard, right? Because we don't know how the season's going to work out. They're going to lose some games. So if we can't celebrate after the wins, what the hell are we doing here? Everybody's asking, where's Levin? He's working. Unfortunately, that human wet blanket can't join for all of them. Stock down, Levin. Call out. I mean, come on. You got to do an instant reaction podcast here. Jason Lutz watching on the Facebook page. Two games with no Jimmy Garoppolo turnovers. I'll take it. Yep. That's it. Isn't it amazing how much different the team looks when they don't turn the ball over? They look like a totally different team. And if the special teams didn't allow those big returns, the Niners, this game would have been even worse because there's no way the Panthers were going down the field to get the field goals that they ended up getting in this game. There's no way. Just go back and look at where those drives started. And you'll see most of the time, even the the missed field goal that they had, they started at their own 44-yard line. They did have one drive that started at their 22. That's a credit to them. But they also had another one that started at the 22 that ended in a pick six. Because again, in order to beat this defense, like, you're going to have to go all the way down the field, assuming a big return doesn't give it up, and you're just not going to do that. The whole defense is constructed to prevent that. The touchdown they got, guess where the ball started? Midfield. The field goal after that, guess where the ball started? Midfield. The field goal after that started at the 25. Okay, so give them a little credit for that. But what's that? Two scoring drives where they started you know, back deep in their own territory. The rest of it was all crappy special teams. So this defense, the numbers for this defense are not even going to tell the full story. They're going to look even better if you actually dig into it. Prince watching on the Facebook page says, true, because even with Kittle turnover, our D still held them. Yeah, this D is really freaking good, man. Really freaking good. Not just like best in the league good. We're talking like best in the past five, 10 years good. That's where they are. Now, again, if no Bosa, Emmanuel Mosley is now going to be out for the year. So they might not look quite as dominant as they have early in the season. Plus, the schedule picks up a little bit, but they're still really good. Jennifer Lee Chan just tweeted, uh, saw Emmanuel Mosley leaving the 49ers locker room on crutches. You could see he had a knee brace on under his pants. Yeah, man. Again, that is a gut punch. That's a big one. You know, some of these injuries, I feel like the 49ers have not had an injury where it's like, oh, he'll miss a game, and then he'll come back, right? It's either season-ending or 
boom, you go on injured reserve for at least four weeks. Like, where are the, where are this, like the little nicks? How come we can't have a guy get injured and miss like a half? Where the hell is that? Can we sign up for some of those, please? So they all have to be devastating injuries. So that's frustrating. But again, you should still celebrate this. You should still be happy today. It's a 37 to 15 win. It's a huge win. Plus, like we already talked about a little bit, in terms of the picture in the NFC, things worked out okay for the Niners. The Rams got whooped by the Cowboys. The Cardinals missed a late field goal. Philadelphia gets the 20 to 17 win there. Niners are in first place in the NFC West. Seattle lost again, 39 to 32. So everybody else in the NFC West lost. The 49ers won today. Be happy. It's okay to be happy, even with the injuries. That's all right. And again, I like to be positive. We won today. Let's be happy. Taunoa Hufanga said after the game, seeing Emmanuel Mosley go down, it was almost like Trey Lance because those are my guys. Yeah, that is, that is rough. Shout out to Talanoa Hufanga, though. Again, today, brilliant. And what is it? This is fantastic. Another really good game from Hufanga today. What does he say in the post-game press conference? Quote, I think I had four missed tackles today. Yes, that's leadership. That's accountability. Good for you, man. For a guy that young, 22 years old, that is awesome. That is leadership. Even if he's not a captain, that is leadership. That is setting a standard for yourself that your teammates have to live up to. That is awesome. I'm seeing this tweet from at 49ers Hive. Two of the 49ers wins leave a bitter taste in my mouth. Week two against the Seahawks after Trey goes down and today versus the Panthers when Mosley likely goes down. Why can't we ever just enjoy a clean win, man? Yeah, I guess that's a lot to ask. It would be nice to have a win where we don't have a devastating injury. But again, you have to try and stay positive here. Let's look at the positive. Look at Gabe on the YouTube page. It's Jimmy G's fault. Mosley tore his ACL. Oh, come on, man. Stop trolling me. Carlo Garibay, when is Ty Davis price coming back? So actually John Lynch talked about this on KMBR before the game. This, uh, I think it was Friday. He kind of just like threw it in there too, but he said that his rehab is going really well and he looks really good and we should see some news soon. So maybe this week, that'd be a nice little adjustment. Although Kyle seems to only want to give the ball to one running back, but still let's get some guys healthy. Let's get some guys back. Let's get the cavalry coming. A lot of you are pointing to Jason Verrett here. I, again, I don't think they're just going to say to Jason Verrett, okay, next man up, you're in there. He just came off of IR or, you know, he just returned to practice. Like slow your role on Jason Verrett. And let's not assume, by the way, that even if he does play, that he's going to be the Jason Verrett we saw in 2020. He's coming back from a torn ACL. That's not easy. I think it's going to be Samuel Womack. I really do. I don't think they're going to make Lenore go out to the slot. I think that's what you're going to see. Ambry Thomas may get some, some run there. And that is going to change the defense a little bit, how they play, right? Because you might have to have a safety help out a little more as opposed to what they were doing with Mosley there where you could take more chances. Jason on the Facebook page says, D'Amico Ryans is brilliant and whoever is next man up, he will put them in a position to succeed. I believe that. I really do. He is that smart. Like, you look at the way he uses his defense. He does put guys in a position to succeed. That's that's another thing that, you know, reassures me a little bit, is that Ryan's will adjust. He will put them in positions to succeed. 
Ice Cold Narsh says, when this season started, I didn't expect to see Brock Purdy getting snaps before Jordan Mason. <laughs> it's true. You would have liked to see a little more Jordan Mason, but it's not like the 49ers run game is suffering right now. Uh, this is the one I wanted to get to. Kent on the Facebook page. How good is the Falcons? Can we handle them like the Panthers and the Rams? We should be able to, especially because Cordero Patterson is on IR. That's a big part of their offense. But we've seen the Falcons. They're plucky. They play hard. They play hard for the whole four quarters. They don't give up. There have been multiple times this year where they've been down and they just keep fighting and come back. This game was 21-0 against Tampa Bay through three quarters. And the Falcons made a game of it and should have had a chance to win at the end. Again, it was a bogus penalty. I think they had the Buccaneers stopped and Atlanta was going to get the ball back. And they had a bogus penalty roughing the passer on a Brady sack that gave Tampa an automatic first down. And they, they were able to uh, salt the game away after that. But they still scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. And they got a two-point conversion. It was 21-15 Tampa Bay with about four minutes to go. So they're going to play tough. You're not just going to be able to show up and, and walk, you know, walk all over these people. You're not going to be able to. Now the 49ers should still be able to handle them. But again, we don't know with Bosa what's up. Josh Delgado says, you have to step on the Falcons' neck. Don't let up at all. Totally agree. And that's something that the 49ers haven't really been able to do, even in the first half of this game. You know, it went to halftime, and I was still a little upset with the offense because they hadn't really done that. Now getting that pick six before the half was huge because it made it a two score game, but you'd like to see the offense do the putting away for a change. Yeah. A lot of people have seen that roughing the passer penalty. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. And the ref's explanation was that, Oh, he threw Tom Brady to the ground unnecessarily. It was a sack. He was sacking him. What's he supposed to do? Put a pillow under his head as he takes him down. If that wasn't Tom Brady, that call doesn't get made. But again, it was a 49ers show. Just, just saying, it would be nice if the Bucs lost. But 49ers get the 37-15 to win. Good game by the offense. Good game by Jimmy Garoppolo, Jeff Wilson Jr. They actually got Kittle involved a little bit, which was nice to see. Injuries take some of the steam out of it. I get it. But overall, it was a good win by the 49ers. And we need to celebrate the wins. That's going to do it for this edition of the Instant Reaction Podcast. Again, please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Also want to give a shout out to Homage, one of our sponsors here. They have fantastic 49ers clothing. We're still doing a contest, by the way. I want to get a nickname for this 49ers defense. We must have one. If you come up with a good one, tweet it to us at NN Podcasts. Follow at NN Podcasts. And of course, follow Homage. You do those three things. If we pick your name, you get a free t-shirt, whatever t-shirt you want, whatever size you want, they'll ship it right to you. But we need a nickname for this 49ers defense. Also want to try and get some followers, not going to lie, for the at NN podcast Twitter account. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for following. We really do appreciate it. Enjoy the win. Again, 37-15, 49ers win. First place in the NFC West. Got another very, very winnable game against Atlanta next week. This could turn into a really good start for the 49ers. 